and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. My dear brothers and sisters, this is the fourth Sunday of Easter, also Good Shepherd Sunday, in which we see Jesus tell us these words, that he is our shepherd. He is the gate through which we are called to pass in order to receive the glory that God has in store for us. That Jesus wants us to come to the Father through him and that he alone should we follow. You call us pastor or other priests pastor, but we are just his ministers. You're not to follow us. You're to follow him, Jesus, and hopefully we will lead you to him. But he alone is the shepherd of the sheep. He alone is the pastor. He alone is the one through whom, in whom, and for whom all things are. And it is to Jesus that we owe our praise, our honor, our glory, that we, we, we honor him with our lives and seek to follow him in this path, in this journey. And yet, the path that Jesus chose wasn't an easy one. He said, the sheep hear my voice and they follow me. They hear my voice and they follow me. And his voice said, if you want to follow me, take up your cross and follow me. If you love me, keep my commandments. Follow after me. Do what is right before God and others. The, the path that Jesus chose upon which we are to follow is the path of the cross. It was through the cross that he came to the resurrection. Not without the cross. And we in our lives, we're so quick to push away the cross. We don't want to suffer. We don't want the desert. We want Tabor. We want the mountain. We want the glory. We push away the cross. And yet Jesus invites us to follow him and the path he chose was the cross. Take up your cross and follow me. My sheep hear my voice and they follow me. And so we should ask ourselves in this time in which all of us, without a doubt, are going through cross, some type of suffering and pain, even disillusion. We feel the anguish of these times and we can react in a negative way. We can turn away from God. We can, we can push the cross away from ourselves and I don't want this and, and despair because we, we want this to be over. And I ask myself, does God want it to be over yet? It, have we gone so accustomed of having and having and having that we think we deserve. And yet, we really don't deserve anything except for the punishment of our sins. And yet he took that upon himself so that we could share in his gift of divine life, of mercy, of love. What an amazing gift God has given us in his son who took upon himself our sins, as St. Peter says here, he committed no sin 
No deceit was found in his mouth. When he was insulted, he returned no insult. When he suffered, he did not threaten. Instead, he handed himself over to the one who judges justly, and he himself bore our sins in his body upon the cross so that free from sin, we could live in righteousness. This is what Jesus did for us. He took the path of the cross, and then he invited us to follow him. We can ask ourselves right now, am I rejecting this cross? Am I allowing the suffering I'm going through to make me despair, get discouraged, turn away from God, become impatient? or act negatively? Because if I am, then I'm not following Jesus. I'm allowing myself or the world or other things to get in the way. And Jesus wants us, the Good Shepherd, to follow him. It's only through him that we come to the Father. He is the gate. He is the shepherd. He is the one who leads us. And thus, we need to look to him especially now and find in him the grace we need to walk behind him, to follow in his footsteps, to carry the cross in order to arrive to the resurrection. St. Peter said it this way at the beginning, if you are patient when you suffer for doing what is good, this is a grace before God, for to this you have been called because Christ also suffered for you. This is the message of the readings of the scriptures on this fourth Sunday of Easter. The first reading, Peter stood up and he told them that it's Jesus who who was crucified, who has saved us, and they asked him this question. What are we to do, my brothers? What are we to do? And Peter answered, repent. Be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Repent. And then he goes on to say, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. In other words, following Christ means turning away from sin and back to God. It means taking up the cross and following our Lord for the glory of the Father and the salvation of souls. I have a great news for you today. Our shepherd, Jesus, wants to be with us. And it seems what we've come to a point where we're slowly going to be able to come back to church gradually according to the plan of the diocese. But even now in this preparation period, they've allowed us to offer you to come after the Mass to receive Holy Communion right here in the parking lot. We'll be standing outside, and as you come in, I'll explain how to do that. But I ask myself, are we ready to come back to Communion? Are we ready to receive Him? Because I know, and I've said it many times here when you've all been present, I'm not worthy to stand at this altar in his name and his person and consecrate the host and have Jesus Christ, the Son of God, come into these hands. 
of a sinful man. I'm not worthy to receive him into myself. And if I think you're honest with yourself, you will say the same. Not simply that I'm not worthy. No, that you aren't either. That none of us are worthy to receive Holy Communion ever. When we were here or now that we're not. It's, it's a gift. It's not something I deserve and can demand of God as if he has to give it to me because it's my right. No. What I deserve and what he should give me is what he gave his son. He took it upon himself, my punishment, so that I could receive the gift of salvation, the gift of his love and mercy, the gift of the Holy Eucharist. So in this time of desert that we've had, in this time which we've not been able to receive, I hope and pray to God that it's been a moment of us to purify our hearts and our minds and our souls and realize the gift that has been given to us that we do not deserve. And yet God wants us to have so that we can come back to him fully, be in communion with him. It, it is something beyond our grasp. And yet our shepherd, in his love and his mercy, wants us to come to him. My brothers and sisters, I pray that we're ready. I pray that this desert, maybe it hasn't been long enough for some of us. Maybe, I know there are many who are longing and crying and desiring to receive Jesus, and that's beautiful. And I pray that you've been receiving him spiritually and united to him in all this time, and he truly is your shepherd, because the psalm said, the Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. Those who truly believe Jesus is with us always. That he comes to us in the Eucharist in this special way as a gift of his love and mercy so that we can receive his body, blood, soul, and divinity and be in communion with our God. And we should strive to receive in a worthy manner. Because as I said, I'm not and you're not. With all due respect, if we're all humble enough to recognize it, none of us are worthy. We actually all say it before we receive. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word. Only you can make me worthy. Only say the word and my soul will be healed. And so it's with great joy that this moment has come, but I ask us to consider really, have I taken advantage of this time away? Have I taken advantage of this moment to purify my heart and my soul, to recognize the gift of God? He even said it to the Samaritan a couple weeks ago. If you knew who it was that was asking you, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. After Mass today at noon, as soon as we finish, Father Frankie and myself, Father Tim's not here this weekend, let's keep him in our prayers. Uh, Father Frankie and myself and the two deacons will be outside in the parking lot. As you come in to the parking lot, come in as you would ordinarily do and come around. 
We have to do this with the most utmost reverence and fervor and love. We have to avoid the social contact, so keep the distances properly from one another, but just come around and when you get to where the minister is, stop the car, put it in park, get out. There will be ministers on either side, so if there's more than one in the car, everybody get out from the both sides. Receive Holy Communion reverently, fervently, in front of the minister. Don't get back into the car with the host. Receive Holy Communion. If you want to get out on your knees in the parking lot, do so. And then receive him, get back in your car, and go home praying, thanking Jesus for this gift of his love, of his mercy, of himself, that you and I do not deserve. And that hopefully we've come to recognize in this time how great a gift it is. And we long for it. We gave communion after the Spanish Mass. Tears were in our eyes as the souls arrived to receive him and to get down on their knees and, and, and to, to recognize who he is. I pray that all of us will come to a greater faith, a greater understanding of this gift. We don't deserve it. I know I don't deserve it. If you think you do, God bless you. Hopefully, in our unworthiness, we will recognize his love and his mercy and his grace ever more so and long for him and come and receive him. And we'll be there from 12 until 1 or until the cars stop coming. Let's ask Jesus, our shepherd, to lead us and to guide us. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. In verdant pastures, he gives me repose. Beside restful waters, he leads me. He refreshes my soul. He spreads the table before me in the sight of my foes. He gives me himself to nourish me and strengthen me. Peter said, repent, believe, save yourself from this corrupt generation. And Jesus at the end of the gospel today said, I came so that they might have life and have it more abundantly. He is the way, the truth, and the life. I pray that as you come today, those who can, to receive him, that your hearts, your minds, your bodies, your souls, your lives will be transformed and that all of us will recognize the greatness of his love in this gift of himself and repent and live following him, the Good Shepherd, as he leads us through the cross to the resurrection. Those of you who cannot come, we are still going to do a spiritual communion at the end of Mass. And even those who can, every day, do a spiritual communion wherever you are because you recognize the great gift of God's love in the Eucharist. Jesus, we thank you. Jesus, we love you. Jesus, make us one with you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.